Welcome, everybody. I'm so glad that you're joining us in our online community here in the hub for Exponential. Uh, my name is Jason Stewart. I'm on the uh, Exponential staff and honored uh, to host John Ferguson. We originally had a plan for John and Watson Jones to be in a conversation about together and being together again. Watson wasn't able to make it, had a, a last minute emergency pop up. And so I've got the privilege to just jump into a conversation for a few minutes with John and um, really just learn and get insight from him around our topic, our theme that we're excited about as we're jumping back into in-person regionals this fall of together pursuing the great collaboration and really looking at, at a, from, a, from John's point of view and learning you know, as he leads in a local church context there in Chicagoland about what it looks like to be together again. So I'm going to um, it, many of you, you're getting on probably because you already know John and, and have learned and, and benefited from his ministry like I have over the years of pastoring churches. John Ferguson is co-founder of Community Christian with multiple sites in the Chicago area. John also um, is co-founder of the New Thing Network that is uh, helping to uh, just create networks all across the world to see new churches started. And John also, we're privileged at Exponential. John's a part of our board of directors. And so we're thankful for John's contribution um, for our mission and vision here at Exponential, along with just being able to learn alongside of what he's doing, leading in a local church context. So John, just want to welcome you in. So glad that you're here. And um, I know, um, you know, not in detail, we're, we're a little far out from the Chicago regional that'll be happening in November, but I know you will be on the main stage there. You'll be talking about together as a team. So love to just invite you in and just Tell, ever, tell us what you're excited about of, of that idea as together as a team, especially as we're uh, trying to re-engage and reconnect people to the mission of our local church. So welcome, John. No, uh, Jason, thanks a lot. Uh, and uh, thanks for stepping in and, and uh, get, having the chance to chat a little bit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you from the hallowed halls of the Billy Graham Center of Wheaton College here. Awesome. this afternoon and in about a half hour 40 minutes i get to speak to the church planning leadership forum fellowship i think it's called yeah. and ed stetzer and, and daniel m and just looking forward to talking to them a little bit about this very topic actually and so uh it's it's you know it's pretty good timing in, in some respects and you know i think as we all talk about you know emerging from the pandemic uh this whole idea of, of together as a team couldn't possibly be uh more relevant so you know, in Chicagoland, we're super excited about the the Exponential Regional coming up in no, November. I think it's the second and third. Right. And, you know, it, it certainly is a regional gathering that, that brings together people from all across the Midwest and even beyond. But we can't help but always see it as just a tremendous rallying point for uh, church planting and church leaders from all across Chicagoland. So we're we've got a great lineup. Some of the you know best and brightest, I think, with the exception of myself, <laughs> speakers that you could ask for, and some of the guys that I've been able to lock arms with and really do uh, ministry and leadership as a team with them are going to be uh, on the main stage. And so these are uh, not only uh, outstanding communicators, but these these men and women are practitioners. And so I think people will really enjoy uh, their time at uh, at the Yellow Box there in Naperville. Fantastic, John, and I. I mean, you have a unique perspective with what you're doing there uh, with in leadership of community Christian, but also with new thing. And, and it really points to what I love about the big idea of our together theme is that we all know the great commission 
of go, we know the great commandment of love, but this missing element that we find in John 17 of what we're calling the great collaboration, obviously Patrick O'Connell and and your brother Dave have written about that. But from your point of view, what what are you saying? And I know you probably have practical examples of what you're doing day in and day out of why this theme, this point, this this idea of together and the great collaboration is important to to the mission of multiplication specifically. Yeah, great, great question, Jason. I I think probably where I would go back to. Uh, you know, community started many years ago. Our vision was to be an impact church, a reproducing church. And then we had this third part of our vision from day one was that if God would so bless, we'd love to be a catalyst for a, a movement of reproducing churches. And I would say, you know, we were hesitant to stay, say that part of our, our vision early on when I think there was like four of us sitting around a, a breakfast table at a in-house restaurant in central Illinois. Uh, some people might say, hey, guys, why don't you just start a small group before you think about catalyzing a movement? <laughs> um, but, you know, God's really done some um, really cool stuff and, and for whatever reason chosen to, to work through us. And, and, and a lot of it really has been about team from the very beginning. And I think our, our most probably practical and visible um, view of what a team has been has been small groups. And I, I feel like from the beginning, that was how we reproduced and multiplied. And now if you fast forward and look at what's happening through new thing, both locally here in Chicagoland and across the globe, it really is about team, but it really is also, again, about so many of those small group principles that we know work in the small group context that we've been able to apply uh, to church planting networks. And so even through COVID, those, those networks that really are um, small groups of pastors that are relationally committed to be friends on mission, to plant churches together. That's what it's been like for, I mean, that's what Together the Team has been for us. And like I said, even through COVID, I was just so encouraged by how our networks continued. You know, it was hard, but continued to kind of work together as a team, crossing, you know, denominations, crossing geographies, crossing uh, cultures, whatever it meant in order for us to, to, to kind of live out that John 17 prayer that Jesus prayed. Yeah, I think that, and I appreciate that. I, I think the, the inspiration behind of what you're, what I'm hearing you describe and somewhat of, I guess, an innovation that you guys are pressing into the church and really gets, um, you know, encouraged through our together theme is this, is when you say, you know, when I'm, I, when you say together as a team, I'm thinking you're talking about your staff or your volunteer team you're bringing together. And you're really sharing stories and highlighting the impact of this sense of team that you guys have uh, created with other church pastors of other autonomous, distinct, diverse churches in your city. And you see that as a uh, of how you're fulfilling your your vision for reproducing and multiplying, right? And I mean, is that? Kind yeah, of- that is. I mean, that's kind of my natural sense. And in some ways, I think, well, <laughs> together as a team with your staff that's that feels a little bit like a no-brainer yeah not simple but obviously important but yeah we're we're really trying to push that beyond and say look we and i think in chicago land we recognize that if we continue to plant churches in the same places with the same pastors we're going to keep getting what we always got mm-hmm. and that wasn't bad but it wasn't enough and so that's why the, the mission for you know what we call new thing chicago land is to um, catalyze a multicultural networks of church plants across Chicago land. And so we were intentionally multicultural, recognizing that we wanted to, we wanted to cross geographies. We wanted to cross denominations. We wanted to cross cultures so that 
you know, we could really have a full expression of what we think, you know, God would want it to look like when he prayed that prayer in John 17. And so, um, yeah, you know, we've got a long ways to go and we're just kind of figuring out Watson Jones is a friend of mine. And, uh, he is also a part of what we're, what we're doing in Chicago and, and looking to, to lead a network here in the next, next few months. I'm super excited about, about that. But, um, yeah, these, these networks, uh, of church pastors from across Chicagoland have been probably the most encouraging expression I think I've seen of, of this idea of together as a team. Yeah. And so not so much programmatically, but I, I'm curious in just, you know, your learnings that um, could help those who are, who are listening right now. Uh, what, are, what are some next steps? Because my son, and I'm making an assumption here that um, a lot of church leaders, especially after the, the last couple of years, there's a growing desire to be more connected across with other leaders in the city, especially with all the, the incredible challenges that pastors are going through and church leaders are going through. So what are just some, but I think sometimes they get stuck with what's the how-to, what do I do next? Because the grandiose of a vision of maybe some of the networks you guys are pursuing or have catalyzed, and that could be a a many steps away. So what are some just practical things when I think of together as a team, but even broadening that perspective of my team being other leaders in my city? What are ways that I can just begin to lean into that as a local church leader? Yeah, well, you know, in Chicagoland, we started with what we call a catalyst community. And we really just kind of called up some folks that we already felt like we had some affinity with just relationally. Again, wanting it to, to be, you know, multicultural, multi-denominational. But we're really just saying, look, you know, we, we may not agree on everything, but, but we can be friends on mission. And, and let's pursue that mission together. Let's, let's get together. Let's get in the same room. Let's spend you know, a couple of days together, dreaming about what this could look like. And what came out of that really were, I think at the time, like three different networks that emerged across, you know, the this, this, this city and, and actually the suburbs. Chicago is a little bit different in that we actually have a, a geography we call Chicago land. <laughs> you know, I know other cities might not have that, but we felt like it was important also that it was suburban and city. So oftentimes I think, you know, the city's kind of doing its thing, the suburbs do their thing. And um, you know, as the, the resources are in varied places across Chicagoland, we felt like that would be, be super beneficial. And so, you know, that was the, that first gathering. I mean, there's probably like 25 of us in the room. And um, yeah, three networks came out of that. And so as I think about like practical next steps, obviously, if you want to reach out to new thing, we could talk to you about sort of our, our um, movement pathway. And we've we've kind of put together some resources for that. We'd be happy to help you. Maybe in the, in the chat, we could put my email address. If anybody wants to contact me, I'm happy to, to provide some additional information on that. But, you know, I think it really is pretty simple in some respects, uh, Jason. I, I think, you know, if you know one or two or three or four other pastors in your city or in your local geography who you know have a similar vision for multiplication. You want to you want to you want to plant churches because we know that churches ultimately plant churches. But churches planting churches together plant churches even better and faster. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, Sam Stevens from the Indian Gospel League, you know, he says, "Hey, look, your your um, networks are to movements what small groups are to churches." Networks are to movements what small groups are to churches. And so we're constantly thinking, okay, what did we learn in multiplying small groups that we can apply to multiplying networks? And, and every time we, we keep that mindset, it almost always helps us know what's the next step. And so if I'm sitting down with you, Jason, I'm saying, hey, look, um, you know, I see in you 
someone who would be an outstanding small group leader. Uh, and then we talk about that, begin to strategize around that. You're, you're then going to try to gather other people that would like to be a part of that group that share that same vision. Same thing with church planning networks. It doesn't have to be complicated, really. Look for some people that you can lock arms with that share that vision. You may not agree on you know, some particulars or you may not be from the same denomination, but if you can agree that, hey, let's be friends on mission, let's plant churches together, then you form a small group. That's what a network is. It's a small group of pastors that are committed to the same mission. And then, you know, then we have relational rhythms that we put in place to ensure that those you know, small groups of pastors, those networks are consistently meeting and gathering you know, over, you know, over time so that they can actually pursue this together. Because we know that you know, just like a small group, you know, if you're not committed to that, say your small group meets on Wednesday night, you know, if you're not committed and don't have a specific time when you're going to gather, you can talk about building community, you can talk about being on mission, but it's not going to happen. And sure, just like a small group, there's times when, you know, maybe you don't feel like going or <laughs> it's not convenient. But if we put those relational rhythms in place with those people that we want to be friends on mission with, um, I think that's where, you know, that's where the sweet stuff happens. I think it's, you know, Alan Hirsch says, uh, what is it? Uh, mission plus trust equals communitas. And in order to achieve that communitas and that, that trust, you, you've got to be together. And uh, man, I mean, if there's a mistake we make over and over again, it's forgetting that, you know, the relationship really is the task. You've got to build those relationships. And that's when the, the cool stuff can happen. And we find that multiplication happens a lot faster and a lot better. That's great. And John, I, I know probably those listening are like me right now, nodding heads saying, yeah, yes, that's exciting. You gave us some practical, like little nuggets there that, okay, I can, I can lean into this. So for a leader like myself, my positivity then just goes on overdrive and I'm like, okay, we're going after it, but I need, I need, I need your wisdom to say, what are the, what are the potential barriers or um, learnings in pulling those from diverse backgrounds together, seeking unity, seeking a common mission purpose around these relational rhythms? What I, you know, what should we watch out for? What have you learned to that to um, address or even learn how to maneuver around for things that can derail the mission of this idea together? Yeah, great question. Um, I, th I think something that's been interesting, uh, and maybe this will help a little bit, is that, you know, when you become friends, because <laughs> you're spending time together, yeah. um, you begin to care about what your friends care about. And I, I think that was one of the sort of unexpected blessings and somewhat challenges of, of COVID. I'll, I'll give you one example. Uh, in Chicagoland, you know, when COVID was at its peak, we found out that the large percentage of people that were being diagnosed with COVID were from the black and brown communities in, in the city. Uh, the large percentage of people that were dying from COVID were also from those same communities. Uh, and I can't remember the exact stats. I'd have to look it up. But um, I mean, it was, um, it was not marginal. I mean, it was significant. It's completely disproportionate to the population. And, um, you know, I'm in networks with pastors that are from those communities. And so uh, a group of pastors, mostly from the South and, and West side, got together and put this um, initiative together called Chicago Delivers, which was to um, bring groceries into the homes of people that um, what they found were actually venturing into grocery stores to buy food. They were on the federal SNAP program, but the only way you could get food from the federal SNAP program was to go in person to buy it. So the most vul vulnerable, which were a lot of them were seniors, we're going into the grocery stores to buy food, but putting their lives at risk in doing so. But that was the only way they could get food. And so a great group of uh, just, you know, 
incredible pastors in the city came up with this idea called Chicago Delivers, where they were going to deliver literally thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of meals to these people that are most vulnerable during this time. And so Watson Jones, as a matter of fact, um, called me and said, hey, um, you know, John, we're, we're putting this initiative together and we'd love for community to get on board. Would you guys, would you guys help out? I'm like, absolutely. You know, what, when, when, when and where and how? Just, just say the word. Now, had I not been in a network with Watson, uh, he probably wouldn't have felt as comfortable giving me a call, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, maybe I wouldn't have been quite as responsive. But because we're friends, I suddenly, you know, and we're working together. I care about what he cares about. Now, is that church multiplication? I think it is <laughs> yeah. because it was that mission of church multiplication. That vision is what actually brought us together. And it's also helped me recognize some of the barriers that they're facing that keeps them from multiplying churches. And if it's people getting fed, and I, I care about people getting fed, <laughs> you know? And so that was just, you know, I think a great example of um, what can happen when you're in these networks. And so I, I think we have, the, the barrier at times can be, you know, not wanting to invest that time, but it's so worth it over the long haul. The relationships, the friendships, the opportunities that you have to do things you never thought you would do before um, are, are just um, so valuable. And I think, again, we, you know, we just try, probably try to minimize the value of actually spending that time to being together, especially in COVID. I mean, everybody was busy, right? I mean, we had, there was crisis after crisis after crisis, right? We were all just like, you know, spinning our heads, trying to figure out what to do. And, um, but, you know, we tried as best, best we could to stay true to those relational rhythms, connecting in those, in those networks and so much like residual additional good came out of it that we would have never expected. Um, but it was because we were actually on mission together that, uh, that those, those sort of things came about. I don't know if that answered your question well, but. No, it's helpful. And I, I think, it, well, and you're really driving home the importance um, you know, as we've kind of jumped in on this conversation. And we'll welcome everybody who's just joining us We're with John Ferguson from Community Christian, co-founder along with New Thing. Um, and um, we're talking about together as a team and, and really, John, what you're pressing upon us, whether it's our staff team or volunteer team that we're leading and or really you're helping us push outside the, the wall, you know, our verbal normal walls or rhythms of leadership into together as a team with other leaders in our city and in our communities for church multiplication, for church planting really the speed of our mission, whether whatever contact we're talking about, the speed is going to be determined by the level of trust and relationship that occurs as a team. And that can be enhanced by uh, the relational rhythms that you're talking about. Just as I've learned kind of a real, I think it's the same thing, but another way to say it is predictable patterns create a sense of community relationship, even family to further whatever the cause or the mission we're on together. And we see that in other relationships. I mean, you know, most of us, uh, you know, we, we um, if, if you're married, uh, at some point you go, wow, you know, I think we need a date night. <laughs> and we need to pick a night and make it a regular thing uh, because that, that helps foster that relationship, right? You know, if you have kids, same thing. And so um, it's no different when we're trying to pursue a mission together. One other barrier I did think of, Jason, yeah. I think when we sometimes try to start these networks, is um, and we did this too. We were thinking, okay, let's uh, let's let's think about what we perceive to be as sort of the largest and most influential churches in a particular region or area. Uh, and I think that might be 
sometimes people's most natural inclination. And that can work. Uh, it didn't work as well for us. Yeah. Uh, and I think the I think uh, when we backed up after a few tries and said, you know what, let's just let's just run with the people that really want to. Uh, big, small, and in between. And so, you know, our networks have churches of, you know, size of 25 or 30. Actually, we have micro churches that are part of our networks now. And then we've got churches that are, um, you know, mega churches of thousands of people with, with many, many sites. And so I, and I quite honestly, I even think that that diversity is, is super valuable. Uh, so I would encourage people if they're thinking about doing this idea of together as a team within the context of a region in the, in the, in the name of church planting to, man, run with the people that share your vision and want to be friends on mission. And, you know, it, it, it's not going to be probably who you initially thought it would be. Well, John, I'm grateful for the time, um, not only today, but that you'll be giving us at the regionals. I know you're going to be at multiple regionals this fall. And um, I know we're going to wrap up our conversation now. And before we go, I just want to uh, remind everyone about our five exponential regional conferences across the country this fall on this together theme. of You've been hearing about hearing John talk about together as a team and just the inside and some golden nuggets of helpful wisdom on um, of furthering our missions, whether it's for our distinct local churches or for these broader networks to see uh, church reproduction and church multiplication advance in our cities and our country. You're going to hear insight like this at all five of our regionals from John and from our other speakers uh, that will be joining us at, at all five of these locations. And so just want to remind you to register now. Um, we do have a rate deadline coming up Friday, which means um, prices will be going up uh, after midnight on Friday. So uh, by uh, registering you and your team to be together as a team at our regionals uh, this fall, you can save up to 59% of our, of our um, registration price at these regionals. We have five main sessions where we unpack this theme of together pursuing the great collaboration. One of those being together as a team that John has talked about together as a network, but even starting at the, the most core place where we need to be unified and that's in our walk, daily walk with the Lord as leaders, something we've learned about uh, so significantly during this uh, time of a pandemic where we have to be rooted in Christ if we wanna see the multiplication of disciples and churches go forth that starts with us as leaders. So we'll hope you will join us in Washington, D.C., starting in September, all the way to our, um, our the regional in Chicago. So register today. You can go to exponential.org slash events and get more information about our five regionals. John, thanks again uh, for your time today joining us here in our online community in the hub. I'm so grateful for the conversation and the insight you gave us. Thank you, Jason. It was fun. Good to talk to you. Yes. Blessings, my friend. See you soon. All right. You bet.